Hello and welcome back to the Skinny Fat to Fit podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Henderson. I am coming at you late tonight with just some some things on my mind. Um, I'm curious if you think that you are wasting your time in the gym or if that's even such a thing to be able to waste your time in the gym. I mean, you're in there, you're working out, you're doing your thing. It's got to be better than nothing, right? And while that is true, do you really want to be in the gym doing a bunch of workouts, wasting your time, like not getting the results you want? Like you're in the gym obviously for a reason, right? Whether it be because you want to build muscle you want to tone up, maybe you want to lose a little bit of body fat, you're looking to get stronger, you're looking to just get healthier overall, maybe you want to be a good example for your kids, um, and you just want to be able to spend more time with your kids, better time with your kids. Um, you want to be like, you know, when you're older, maybe still be able to play with your grandkids, like whatever the reason is you're in the gym, you don't want to be wasting your time in there. And it is very possible to be wasting your time in the gym. If you go in without any type of plan, like you don't know what you're doing. You're just going in there. You're just throwing some things around. Maybe you're just going in and walking on the treadmill because you don't really know what to do in the weight room. You can be more productive with your time. You don't have to waste your time in the gym. It can be productive. It can yield yield results. There are things that you can do, okay? And we're going to talk about those today. Being productive in the gym doesn't just mean what you do in the gym. That obviously matters. It, It counts. It means a lot. But It's also what we do outside of the gym that matters as well. So let's talk about what we can do inside the gym to make sure we're not wasting our time. And this is going to be for whatever your goal is, okay? It doesn't matter if your goal is fat loss, weight loss, muscle gain, getting stronger overall, just like healthier, feeling better, moving better. This applies to all of that, okay? So in the gym, you want to make sure that you have a plan, you have a program. This program focuses on progressive overload, all right? This means you're gonna be doing basically the same movements, the same exercises week after week after week. You're going to improve upon these exercises. Maybe there's different variations, there's different rep ranges and things like that. But just know that the best coaches, the best trainers, we utilize the exact same movement patterns every time we train. I've been doing the same stuff for the last 10 years. It doesn't change. So we don't need anything fancy. We don't need 20 different exercises and a workout. We need five to six good exercises in a training and that is it. It doesn't have to last hours. A good training session can last 30 minutes if you need it to. 
It doesn't have to be super complicated, but you do need a plan. You need a program. And my advice is to either find a trainer in person or find a trainer online that can help you execute that. You don't want to go into the gym really not knowing what you're doing that day. Listen, I walk in knowing exactly what I'm going to do and the exact weights that I'm going to try to lift that day. I know the rep ranges I'm going to go for. I know what I'm doing when I walk in the gym and my clients know what they're doing when they walk in the gym. They look at their program before they go in. They've probably done the same program the last three, four, five weeks in a row. So they know what they're going in there for and they execute. So you need a program. You need a plan. You need to understand what that means. Okay. We don't need anything fancy, basic movements and execute. Okay. When we're in the gym, we are tearing our muscle fibers. Okay. In the gym is not necessarily where we're going to build. That's not where that really happens, okay? Yes and no. We tear those muscle fibers in the gym, but they do have to rebuild. They have to repair themselves, okay? And they're going to do that through rest and recovery, through your nutrition, So you need optimal protein, you need carbs, you need fats, you need fiber, you need all of of those things. You need to make sure you're eating enough to actually recover and rebuild those muscle fibers so that they do grow stronger and they grow bigger each and every time you tear them, okay? If you are extremely, extremely sore after a workout, you need to really look at your nutrition. Are you eating enough protein? Are you fueling yourself beforehand? Meaning like, are you having some quick digestible carbs before you work out? Are you making sure that you are optimizing your proteins or your your nutrition so that you have, you can optimize your time in the gym? You need energy, okay? Food is energy and you need to make sure that you are eating enough of that. No matter what your goal is, even if it's fat loss or weight loss, you still need to make sure that you are eating what you need to eat. We can't starve ourselves and expect to get the results that we want. We still need to be able to at least repair those muscles, maintain the muscles that we have. And we can't do that when we are extreme dieting and things like that. We really need to understand, or you need to really understand, like, what nutrition for your body looks like, how much you need to be eating and listening to your body and understanding if it's had enough to eat or if it needs more. We need to pay attention and listen to that. Our body is always telling us things, okay? It's smart. We need to listen to it, okay? The gym is not a place where we go in to just burn calories. That's not where we should or what we should think of the gym for. Okay, the gym is performance. The gym is not like, I'm going to go in and burn a million calories. Like That's not what we need to, to think about when we are in the gym training, working out. We're going to burn those calories. We're going to lose the body fat through nutrition. We can't go in there thinking that we're going to burn a million bajillion calories and that's what we need to do to lose weight. 
We can't think of it that way. If you do, you have a very disordered way of looking at exercise. Training, to me, is getting stronger. It's getting more athletic. It's performing better. It's moving better. Training for me, when I go in and train, I think of my future self and how much I'm helping my future self be able to um, you know, still grip things when I'm like 80 so I don't fall and break a hip, you know, still being able to squat down and, and do things, get myself up off the toilet, you know, when normally people that are in their 80s can't do that. I'm thinking of my future self every time I go into train. I don't want to injure myself. I am cautious, but I do push myself, but I don't go in the gym to burn calories. That's not what it's for. So if that is your way of thinking, you need to reframe that, okay? What you do outside of the gym matters, and it matters a whole, whole lot, all right? So we've already touched a little bit on nutrition, on fuel, and that it's so important for your performance in the gym. It's important for recovery, for sleep, and all those things. And we need to make sure that we do eat enough. If you don't understand how much you need to eat, that is something that, you know, that's something that I can help you with. Um, You know, there are resources on the the Google that can kind of give you an idea like um, tdeecalculator.net, I think that's one of them, or bmrcalculator.net, something like that. They, um, they can give you an idea of like what your basal metabolic rate is. Okay. Your basal, meta- basal metabolic rate or your, your resting metabolic rate. That is just the amount of calories you need when you are doing absolutely nothing. If you were to lay in bed all day, if you were in a coma, that's how many calories you need for your body to function or your organs to still work for, you know, oxygen to be carried throughout your body, blood to pump throughout your body, your heart to pump, like for everything in your body to work, your resting metabolic rate, those are the amount of calories that you need for that to happen. And that's usually somewhere between 1200 and like 1400, maybe 1500, depending on how much you weigh. But those are the bare minimum, bare bones of the amount of calories that you need if you're in a coma to keep your body functioning. And the sad thing is, is that most women only eat that amount of calories per day. And that's not doing you any good. That's not optimizing your metabolism for being being able to burn body fat or perform well in the gym to build muscle, to look the way you want to look, to feel the way you want to feel. It's not helping your hormones at all. It's not helping your thyroid function very well. So we need to make sure we're eating enough food, eating enough nutrients. It's really, really, really important. Okay. Most women have no idea how to even eat at maintenance, which is a huge problem. If you don't know how to eat at maintenance, then you aren't going to be a great candidate for being in a, in a diet. Um, so nutrition is extremely important, if not the very most <laughs> important thing, okay? So if that's not something that you understand, then you probably need to hire someone to help you with that part of this process. Because if you don't want to waste your time in the gym, you need to understand what that looks like for you. Because if you don't eat enough 
and you are just in the gym working away, you're just going to be spinning your wheels because you're never going to get the results that you want if your nutrition is not where it needs to be. Okay. Um, steps. Steps are extremely, extremely important. We can go in the gym and work out for like an hour a day, but that's like one hour of our day. What are you doing for the rest? Like, what are you doing the rest of the time you're up and awake? Are you sitting at a desk all day? Are you sedentary? Are you sitting there watching TV? Like, what are you doing the rest of the day? We need to make sure we're moving. We need to make sure we get at least a minimum of 7,000 steps a day. Um, I try to get my clients to be consistent, getting anywhere between seven to 10,000 steps a day. I consider that great consistency. If you're, if you have between seven to 10,000 steps throughout the week, that is amazing consistency. If you're somebody that is trying or actively trying to lose some body fat, you might want to bump it up closer to that 10k mark, but still anywhere around 8,000 steps a day is going to be more than the average person gets, to be honest. So make sure you're tracking your steps using like a Fitbit or an Aura Ring, which is what I use, um, like Apple Watch, anything that you can use to track your steps. It's really, really, really important to track your movement throughout the day. Are they absolutely perfect? No, because you're going to be doing things throughout the day where you're not like swinging your arm and whatnot. So you just want to use that for consistency, right? But that is really, really important. That's going to be where like the majority of your activity comes from. It's just what you do throughout the day, not necessarily what you do in the gym. Okay. Um, you want to make sure you're getting plenty of sleep. This is really, really important. You need to make sure you're getting a minimum of seven hours of sleep a night if you can. If you don't have like kids trying to like wake you up and stuff like that, you need to make sure that you are getting at least seven hours sleep a night. Optimal is eight to nine, okay? But we need to make sure that we recover and sleep is part of that. We need those full cycles of sleep to recover properly, all right? Um, and speaking of recovery, I don't, it, you don't have to train every single day. In fact, I encourage you not to, you want to have rest days. All right. I, at the most train four days a week, usually my average is three days a week. Okay. So me, a trainer, a coach, I'm not out there training five, six, seven days a week. I train three to four days a week because that is what is realistic for me. And that's still going to help you reach your goals. Okay. You can train for 45 minutes to an hour, three to four days a week, and you're going to get fantastic results if you are following a program that allows you for that, that allows that to happen, okay? I'm not talking about just going in the gym and doing random stuff, not really having a plan. Good luck. You're probably not going to get results unless you're an absolute beginner, but even then, that is going to plateau, okay? So... Make sure that you have a plan, you have a program, and you recover. There's no reason to train every single day of the week. Three to four days a week is perfect, all right? And that doesn't mean on those recovery days you go out and run like seven miles. Just make sure you move your body and get your steps in. There's no reason to do a lot of cardio. If you want to do 20 minutes 
cardio a couple days a week, by all means, have at it. But it's not necessary to do every single day, okay? Um, I think that is really just the gist of what I wanted to go through just to make sure that you are not wasting your time in the gym. There's a lot of things that go into there's a lot of things that go into it, but we can make it as simple as we can. Okay. So if you have any questions, um, please reach out. If you are curious, like if you want to know, like, I don't think my nutrition is where it needs to be. Like, honestly, I have no idea how many calories I need to eat. I don't know how many calories I am eating. Um, you know, something that you can do is one, just make sure you're not skipping any meals. Like that's a really good start. A lot of women get busy and they forget to eat. And so something that you can just really make sure you do that's really simple that doesn't require you tracking your food is making sure you're eating at least three to four meals a day and you're not skipping any meals. You're eating your breakfast, you're eating lunch, and you're eating dinner. All right. A lot of people like to have a snack at least in between, you know, probably lunch and dinner or something. And that is perfectly fine. Just make sure that you are not skipping meals. That is really, really important. Now, when it comes to these meals, you also want to make sure they are just super simple, okay? Whole foods are going to help you so much better than eating a lot of processed food, a lot of junk food and things like that. You're going to get better fuel and better nutrition when your food is whole foods. So do the best you can there by making your own meals and things like that and focusing on protein, um, fruits and vegetables, carbs that are like, um, you know, potatoes and um, rice, quinoa, the fruits and vegetables, those are considered carbs, but we still want to make sure that we have... um, more filling carbs like the potatoes and the rice. We want to make sure that we also add that in there as well and not just utilize vegetables and fruit for our carbohydrates, okay? Um, We want to make sure that we have healthy fats and that's it. That is what a meal is made of. Protein, carbs, fats, fiber. That is what a meal makes. It doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. Season as you wish, Um, but whole foods are definitely going to yield much better results than eating a lot of, um, takeout, fast food, a lot of processed food, junk food, um, frozen meals and things like that. Um, so I believe this is it. This is all I have for you today. So feel free to message me if you have any questions. Um, you can find me on Instagram. It's probably the best place to come in and ask me questions. So feel free and I hope you guys have a good day.